There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. As you saw last week, it is going to be part of our normal uh, content that will be coming out all next year. But uh, we started last week going through a video on NRL.com every Sunday night that goes through their top 10 plays of the week. Uh, Sometimes their best tries, best tackles, maybe it's just like a certain moment. Like for example, Ryan Pappenhausen stepping back on the field for the first time. That got a moment. Uh, A number of things to go through. I haven't looked at the top 10 yet. I'll be giving my live reaction. Last week, I agreed with most of them. I thought most were really good. There was a few that I was like, surely that's not a top 10 moment of the week. So I'll be giving you guys my honest review of each and every one of those moments. You'll be able to hear the audio here on the podcast as well. So you'll be able to get a good understanding of each play and what is happening in them. So let's kick it off. Let's have a look at Play number 10, according to NRL.com, in round 27. Here go the legs. Sarbs away. He's got support inside. Cherry Evans is there. It goes behind him. Great pickup on the Kawato. Still there. Sarbs back with it. Super try. What about that one from the Manly Seagulls? They scored some cracking tries against the West Tigers. That one, one of the best there. Jason Saab, just so fast. I was lucky enough to watch him training one day uh, at a local park in South Sydney with the great Roger Fabri. And just watching how much ground this guy covers when he's running is unbelievable. He's an absolute freak, Jason Saab. And that right edge for the Manly Seagulls, it has been the storyline of the last two weeks. They have absolutely lit it up. DCE's footy's been incredible. Jason Saab has been on the end of some amazing plays. And Ola Kawatu, he's just been creating stuff left, right, and center. Kola, obviously, he didn't get a touch in this play. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a feature later in the top 10 here. But that right edge has just been unbelievable. Shout out to Ola Kawatu on this play. If you get an opportunity, I think it was Vossi there that commented, commentated it, mentioned the pickup. Ola Kawatu at full pace to pick that ball up at his toes. Simply incredible. And if you can just get the ball to Jason Saab, 
with a half opportunity, mate, you can cash the check-in now. It is Red Rover. That Seagull's right edge, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not the last highlight we see of them today. Obviously, Jake Travojevic scored a try as well. I wouldn't be surprised if that one gets a feature. But the Seagull's a huge win over the West Tigers. Very entertaining for you Seagull's fans, but I'm sure part of you has got to be like, fuck, what could have been? That was without Turbo, and that was without Ruben Garrick. So pretty wild how it finished there. Let's move on to oh, number nine. Going to Jock Madden. Madden with an intercept. Grant Anderson over the halfway line. He is going to go and score a try for the Melbourne Storm. Denied earlier in the half. Gets a four-pointer now. And boy, do we have a ball game for you. Thursday night footy. Huge try there by Grant Anderson for the Melbourne Storm, obviously taking the intercept against the Brisbane Broncos. At that point, the Melbourne Storm were down. Of course, they did go on to win this game of football, so a huge moment there. I think they were down by eight points or so. So so for Anderson to take the intercept in that moment, very interesting play, Grant Anderson. I watched him play a bit of reserve grade and was very, very impressed. Since then, I'll be honest with you guys, he's very up and down. Sometimes I watch him do shit like that and think, wow, this kid could be a star. Then other times I watch him and he just makes simple things look so complicated sometimes a very very interesting character I'm very keen to see how his career does play out I think it's pretty evident that the Melbourne Storm do like him they've obviously picked him in the last few weeks over guys like Farlongo uh, Justin O'Lamb a heap of guys that they're that, that they're not picking uh, that this guy gets a bait and sometimes uh, Craig Bellamy just picks him on the bench for no apparent reason so I'm very very keen to see how his career plays out the fact that Bellamy keeps picking him tells me that there's probably a little bit more to Grant Anderson than what we're seeing on the surface because at the moment it has been very up and down throughout his career but this was a huge moment for the Melbourne Storm to win this game as much as this game didn't matter it just showed that in a big moment like that he can stand up and taking an intercept when you're down short on numbers a very very big play let's have a look at play number eight pretty much exclusively to their right hand side now Tracy He's all effort, Jordan Rappiner. Jordan Rappiner, what a try it was. The first try for the Canberra Raiders yesterday afternoon, leaping up above a perfect Jamal Fogarty kick. Obviously, Connor Tracy in at fullback. Not a fullback of note. He has made a fantastic fist of it over the last few weeks. But isn't Jordan Rappiner just something special? He can just pull a rabbit out of a hat at any given moment. An incredible talent. I always say with Rappiner, it must be so hard to prepare for him because a lot of the times, I don't think Rappiner knows what he's going to do. So best of luck to you as an opposition coach, player, whatever it might be predicting what he's going to do. He's just as likely to score three tries as he is to get sent off for a trip or something just ridiculous, you know what I mean? Such a wild card, but uh, geez, time and time again, he comes up with big plays for the Canberra Raiders when they need it. Obviously, this game went to complete shit for the Raiders. Uh, got played off the park in the back end of it, but finals week one next week, the Canberra Raiders going to Newcastle to take on the Knights. If they are to be any form of competition in that game, Rappiner is going to have to have a big one, and you know he won't die trying. He's always willing to try things. He's not afraid to get it wrong. He's not afraid to make a mistake, which makes him such a dangerous footballer. But a huge play here, getting on the end of a great kick chase, getting up and beating Connor Tracy in the air to score a brilliant try. Let's get to play number seven. Good quick play the ball. Feeds it onto the left wing now and Ponga's down the touchline. Tedesco, the ball was just fractionally behind him. 
Teddy reaches out anyway. I think he's got the try. He's opened it the ground. Tedesco scores. At this point, it was 10 points to six the way of the Sydney Roosters. Now, for me, I felt like this was the one that really broke the heart of South Sydney. Let's start from the start, though. The ball playing by Luke Keary turns Nat Butcher under, lets the ball go just for a split second in the air. And you can just see it's such a small thing, but it just it holds the, the defense just in spot for one play. Just for one second, it holds them. I think it's Campbell Graham who gets held up in that moment, and it creates an opportunity for Luke Keary to put Palga down the side. Line. Great to see Pauga playing at the back end of the season. He's been killing it in New South Wales Cup this year. Absolutely on fire. Ran for another 200 metres in this game. Another line break. He's been getting through a lot of work in reserve grade. So good to see him rewarded. But the ball playing of Luke Keary, he has gone to another level over the last few weeks. And he's a ball player you do not want to come up against in finals. A big test for Trindle and Nico Hines next week. Pauga goes down the sideline. Of course, who's sniffing back on the inside? James Tedesco. The pass wasn't perfect and Teddy sort of lost a bit of momentum and to be honest with you I thought he was no chance of scoring from there but just Teddy back to old Teddy so hard to handle just manages to find a way to get there first I thought he wasn't going to score secondly I thought this is destined to be a double movement but Teddy just the core strength this guy has got obviously Anthony Minicello was the main guy before Teddy uh, at the Sydney Roosters and the core strength he had was simply incredible and just for James Sinesco to keep the ball off the ground here and somehow wrestle his way over the line. It's why he is uh, regarded as one of the best fullbacks we've seen. I know he's copped a lot of shit over the last few months, uh, but no doubt in my mind whatsoever that Teddy is still one of the greats. A fantastic footballer, and hopefully uh, he can have a good few weeks for the Roosters. Starting this week for the against the Cronulla Sharks, hopefully Teddy can start to uh, undo some of the shit that's gone wrong over the last 12 months or so. All right, let's move to play number... Six. Asuamala out. Another offload from Tino comes back to his brother Isaac, who links up here with Brimson. He runs to Perham, goes past him, steps away from the tackle of Burton. Brimson. What a play that one was. AJ Brimson crossing for the Gold Coast Titans against Canterbury. Let's start from the very start. Tino, he has been an absolute juggernaut over the last few weeks since returning from his suspension. Obviously scored a big try against the Sharkies, I think it was a few weeks ago. Did his job against Melbourne last week and then this week against the Canterbury Bulldogs. Another big showing, playing big, big minutes. He, he has one of the best offloads in rugby league and I love the way that the Titans, as soon as he offloads, they get the ball to strike players and they just go forward. They don't try and go lateral. This is a team that understands as soon as we get that offload, we go forward and we play off the back of that. And Tino's well aware that they will always be ready for it. Funnily enough, on this play, he doesn't offload to one of his strike players. Instead, he offloads to his younger brother, Isaac. And I just love the composure that the young fella shows in this moment. He straightens up. He doesn't look sideways. He doesn't waste time. He straightens up. And as soon as he senses what's going on, he comes off his right foot and he plays slow, which was the perfect play. If you go and watch after this offload, the way that he straightens up and then the way that he angles and the way that he just delivers the ball. He doesn't overthink it. He doesn't overplay his hand. He does exactly what he's meant to do 
in that moment. And it really does show a high footy IQ. Go and have a look at this. Tino to his brother. And then just watch the positioning and how he puts AJ in the right spot. AJ Brimson, he played centre in this game. I personally think he's fucking wasted out there. I, I, I God, it's going to be annoying to watch AJ Brimson potentially play out his career in the centres. So fucking stupid. Plays like this show why you need him in the middle. Why maybe he needs to play 5-8 or why maybe you just, I don't, I don't know what you do, but you cannot leave him sitting down there on that right corridor. It is just ridiculous. Absolutely blitzes it, breaks the tackle. I thought the fullback was going to get him for all money. And then AJ Brimson being who AJ Brimson is, absolutely leaves Canterbury for dead. I still think as a fullback, he is so underrated in this competition, but I understand why they need Jaden Campbell on the field when they're all fully fit. I could not believe that Kinney played fullback yesterday, though. That's just outrageous to me. It has to be AJ Brimson. It simply has to be. I just... I hate the way that this guy doesn't get utilized in his best position consistently. Shits me to no end. Isaac and Tino on this play were perfect, especially Isaac. Watch the way if you're a young footballer. Watch the, watch where he steps, the angles he goes at, and how he just slow. He just manipulates everyone around him in a situation that he's probably not used to. Yeah, in a situation he's not used to, he just plays it perfectly and puts AJ Brimson straight through. Let's move to number five. Hold the tackle. Parker to Arthur. Now Champion Tung just dumping it back inside with Sipley. Offload. Gordon's got it again. Arthur's had a lot of touches. Cherry Evans! Daily Cherry Evans! Great stuff! Another try, does it? Oh! It's Jake! What a moment! Daily Cherry Evans has served it up for the 200 man. Jake Trebojevic to score. Jake Travoyevich scoring in game 200. We did say at the start of the top 10, we thought it would get a feature. I actually thought it would be a little bit higher than that, to be honest with you. But let's go back to the very start of that play and who offloads it? Toff Sipley. He's had a fantastic two or three weeks. The Manly Seagulls, they've had middles falling like flies. Whether it be Matty Lodge, whether it be Paseca, they have just all fallen off a cliff over the last few weeks. And Sipley has stepped up big time. So he gets the offload. Uh, Chan Kum Tong, one of our favourites, uh, coming on late to play hooker, gets the ball away to young Jakey Arthur and he just plays out the back. And DCE sees a half opportunity and just absolutely guns it. Some of the plays that DCE has come up with at his his age over the last few weeks have blown me away. He has been the most informed player in the comp over the last three weeks. I think he has absolutely killed it. And then, of course, he gets to Buller. Now, how many big tackles has Buller made at fullback this year? He has made an absolute stack. The Tigers have had the year from hell. It has been a shit fight. They have conceded points left, right, and center. But I reckon this kid throughout this year has saved about 10 tries. And 34, 35-year-old DCE puts the right step on him and just absolutely leaves him for dead. He was my VC, DCE. I wanted him to put the ball down, but he did the right thing. He offloaded the ball to Jake Travojevic in game 200. What a moment for him to score in game 200 at Brookvale Oval. You cannot ask for much more than that. One of the good guys in rugby league and definitely one of the greatest guys to ever pull on a Manly Seagulls jersey. Let's move to play number four. Is a deep one once again. But I like as a full fight as it early on. The character he shown off the back of that injury. Perham runs towards Weaver, tracks him down and stops him. A kick in field at O'Carr, a juggle, and he has a hat trick. What a try. 
Mate, what about that try? An absolute cracker. Hayes Perham, he returns the kick. Now, Hayes Perham, he started as the fullback this year for the Canterbury Bulldogs, sort of faded late, then managed to come back into the side later. And you can see in moments like this why Canterbury was so high on this kid and why they were so confident he would be the guy at fullback. There is no doubt whatsoever he is talented. He just needs to round out his game. The way that he explodes through the line here, big goose, he takes him on on the outside and then puts in a perfect kick. And of course, who's lurking on the inside, Josh Adokar. You know, it hasn't been his greatest season, but... Geez, he still managed to score a lot of tries. This is his third try in this game. And he's done this a few times throughout his career where he's been infield to catch kicks. But this one was unbelievable. That was bouncing over his head for all money. I reckon that gets over the vast majority of wingers' heads in this game. Probably outside of him because he's so athletic. And you're really tall bits of timber like Jason Saab, like Daniel Tupu, these sort of guys. He did incredibly well to to reel this one in. In fact, he had to almost tap it forward. It wasn't touched by anyone else and it wasn't an intent knock on, but he had to essentially tap it forward and then use his momentum to catch up to it. Simply incredible by Josh Adokar. He's been doing this stuff in the NRL for a very, very long time. Obviously, the Canterbury Bulldogs now, but I am so happy that the Melbourne Storm managed to pluck him out of the West Tigers a couple of years ago and turn him into what he is. An incredible play. Shout out to Hayes Perham. It's been a tough year for him. He has copped it a little bit here and there, but great to see him coming up with plays like this towards the back end of the season. Let's move to play. Number three. He's trying to do everything, just kept the ball back in the further play there. Kieran Foran going for the 40 20. Here's the Fox. He rounds Aaron's shot. He would like that matchup. Runs towards Kenny, steps in back on the inside. Weaver's there, had a crack at him. The Fox beats everybody. Tremendous run by Josh Adokar. Play number four was the Fox's third try. This one was his first one in this game. Early ball from Matt Burton to Josh Adokar. Very Kevy Walters, Steve Renolf-esque back in the early 1990s. And you just see Fox, when he pins his ears back, it is game over. No one is going to catch him. Broke a couple of tackles here. Really, he obviously took on uh, Kinney at fullback. Young guy, I would expect Fox to sort of beat him. But the way he beat him, I thought Kinney had a real crack at him. Latched onto him, managed to fight his way out that. Then then little Tommy Weaver comes at him. Not the, the two best defenders in the world, don't get me wrong, but for Fox to be able to, you know, beat that, lose that much momentum in that much contact and still manage to score, simply incredible. If you get an opportunity, go back and watch that. Just watch where he actually gets the ball and how much work he still has to do in front of him. He is an absolute freak, Josh Adokar. And considering our top four moments, so far two of them have belonged to a guy who didn't even win his game of football this week. Josh Adokar, that's the sort of footballer he is. Let's get stuck into the top two this week, kicking off with number two. Anderson with the lane off load. Here we go. Foul on goal. On debut, the excitement machine. Stepping, stepping. Pappenhausen. Here goes Pappenhausen for the corner. It's a foul on goal. Oh, NRL.com, you know the way to my heart. Look, Farlongo, he has been a could-be-anything for quite some time. We've been very, very excited about him. We've posted about him the last two Sundays, in fact. Little did we know that he would make his debut in this game, and he absolutely blew it away. What a moment. The goose step, it is going to fool so many people over the next few years. He copped a big shot in this game as well. 
tough kid. Tough, tough kid. I love everything about Sua. I think he's going to have such a big future in our game. And it was just so exciting when you see these guys come through the grades and you talk about them when no one knows who they are. No one's got any idea. Slowly, they start, their names start to get mentioned a little bit more and more. Then all of a sudden, it's only the keen reserve grade um, fans that know about him or guru listeners or bloke people, whatever it might be. That, that Our little community seems to be the only people that know about him. Then all of a sudden, he's on the bright, the biggest stage under the brightest lights and produces something like that. Just incredible. And I think for a lot of you, that's why you listen to this podcast. That's why you tune into Bloke in a Bar because you get that little insight before they explode. So Sua Falongo, it could be anything that I think is going to have a huge, huge future. Took a deep dive into him the other day on the podcast. It was a few days ago. You can go back and have a listen to it if you want more details. But I really did think that was going to be number one, to be honest with you. So I'm interested to see what will be moment number one this week from round 27, according to NRL.com. Let's see what we have. 21 away from the line. Maybe they will crack 25 again, which is going to be some sort of record. Gamble, there it goes. Young for... Young is cartwheeled and they've still scored. This is absolutely incredible. It's, well, just, it's well, just legs and dreadlocks well, everywhere. It's, 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 Have a look at this! Have a look at this! <laughs> yes! It's one of the great put-downs. It's one of the best ever. That is one of the best lines you will hear in rugby league. There is legs and dreadlocks everywhere. How good. Dom Young scoring an unbelievable try there. Live when I watched this one, it got me out of my seat. I'm going to take you back in the play, though. Obviously, Tyson Gamble, I thought he had a fantastic game on the weekend. He actually had, I think it was a try that he went through. He chipped over the top. It was called back. It wasn't given, but I thought it was one of the tries of the week. But this one here, the effort by Dom Young and the way that the, the things that wingers are doing nowadays is just unbelievable. Believable! It is crazy. And you know what? A play like this with Dom Young, I remember years ago when I think it was David Nofaluma scored an unbelievable try in about 2012. I think it was 2010 when Brett Morris scored a try that just blew our minds. And now that stuff is just becoming more and more normal. So it even, when you consider how guys are scoring tries now and that now you can take out the corner post and that's okay, it just makes you think back to guys like Ken Irvine and the rules they played with. Like realistically... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss you know where, where the sideline is it essentially is a meter wider nowadays because wingers can be a meter over the sideline and still score it wasn't like that years ago which is just unbelievable when you think about guys like Kenny Irvine and whatnot but Dom Young on this play simply incredible a literal somersault essentially in the air still managed to get the ball down how on earth these guys at that speed, I think it's something that we sleep on, just how fast these guys are going. They're literally having a car accident in midair with another player trying to put them into the grandstand, and they just have the awareness to know where to get that ball down, how to get it in. It's just, it's unbelievable. And it isn't luck. It isn't any of that shit. These guys are practicing this sort of stuff week in, week out. They've got the gymnastic mats out all the time and practicing this sort of stuff. But no matter how much you practice, it is very hard in training 
to emulate moments like this. So incredible stuff. I, 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 it's not the sort of try that every player could have scored. I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever this could have only been scored by a handful of guys in, in rugby league. Off the top of my head, Dom Young's definitely one of them. I would say Dallin Matenis-Lesniak is one of them. Very, very hard to do, and some of these guys make it look easy. And Dom Young, I personally don't even think he was that shocked watching this one that he scored that, which is just mind-blowing. What a try it was. Guys, that's our top 10 moments from round 27. Hopefully they keep doing a top 10 moments throughout the final series and we will keep live reacting to them uh, every single Monday for you guys. Heading into Bloke in a Bar Studios very, very soon. Another huge episode coming your way, reviewing the week that was and having a quick look at the finals games coming our way in week one.